All right, guys. And then there were six. It's playoff time. Eddie, that time, baby. Eddie uh, sneaked out a win against Nick to knock him into the it toilet. It wasn't really sneaking. Yeah, it wasn't sneaking. You got a, you got a pretty handy win. Uh, but, yeah, you knocked out Nick, and you made it to the bracket. How does it feel? No repeat champ. That's what. That's all I care about. <laughs> Come on, be honest. You know you, you cared also about making the playoffs. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it was almost <laughs> unlikely. It was unlikely he was missing the playoffs. That's true. Because even if you lost last week, he made the playoffs. Really? Oh, you would have missed the yeah. playoffs? Yeah. Eddie outscored me. You outscored me. Oh. Ah. That would have been crazy. So if, even, if, if, even if Nick somehow beat him, he, I would have missed. Wow. What, no. a, what, a, what a turn of events that would have oh, been, Oh, huh? yeah, you're right. But anyway, that didn't happen, and we're all in the playoffs, all three of us. Um, I eliminated be... Nick from the podcast. Not from the <laughs> as soon as uh, as soon as he lost, he's like, "I'm not coming on next week's podcast." That's what he's thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to deal with Eddie. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, we're we're all in the playoffs. You guys excited? It's gonna be it's gonna be good, as usual. Yeah. Well, I can't say as usual. I mean, as I was off. nervous. I was nervous this past week, and now I'm going to be nervous this week. It's, it's actually the first time I made the playoffs in almost uh, four years. Damn. Yeah, the last time I made the playoffs, I failed nursing school. Really? <laughs> yeah. Tough that's times. Why, that's why, yeah, it was uh, – I got knocked out in week one. It was, a, it, was a rough, it was a rough winter. Get into it. This is a YFT's no. podcast. Uh, this is that host moderator Kelvin, joined with Eddie Two Time. I don't want that name anymore, do I? I I see that name. This is because he's so good to me. You could you could change it next year if you want. That's my boy. I, I'm, I'm worried. I'm worried that if you change it now, no one will know who you are because you're just, you'll be a new <laughs> person. They'll be like, "Who is this guy? We can't trust what he's saying." That's what I'm worried about. So I'll keep it till next year at least. Okay, I will. And uh, we're going to bring you uh, the best of week 13 and the worst of week 13, as well as look forward to round one of the playoff fantasy playoffs uh, for a lot of people. Some are still fighting for the playoff spot because they only have uh, four playoff seedings. So their, their playoffs mm-hmm. will be week 15 and 16. But for most people, or I'd like to think, is, uh, it's a three-week playoff with uh, six teams. And uh, let's start off with our injury report. Uh, take it away. Uh, I mean, the biggest injury this past week has been concussions. Uh, I mean, Frank Gore and Brandon Cooks both went down with concussions. Brandon Cook came back. Oh, Tyler Lockett was also went down with concussion also last week. Uh, but bo- him and uh, Brandon Cooks both came back to the game. Frank Gore didn't come back to the game. Uh, I know Frank Gore is not – as of now, he's not 100% playing this uh, Sunday. Uh, Ty Johnson is a name that's very uh, popular. Interesting. And uh, around the same time this year, last year, was a name he popped up again. Uh, Eddie should know him very well. Love, I love guys. you some Ty Johnson. Yeah, he popped up around around the around the same time last year also. Yep. Uh, he looked good last week. Um, they're running through their best offensive lineman last week. Uh, what's his name? Beckton. I can't pronounce Becton? his last name. Mackay yeah. Beckton. 
they they ran all a lot of his running plays through him and, and it worked last week. I know it's against the Raiders. Uh, but they're versing the Seahawks this week, which also have a very poor defense. And he's very good at catching the ball as well. Uh, I, I I would start him, especially with how running backs are this year. I know it's a risk to take, but the potential his ceiling has is so much higher than a lot of running backs people are starting. What do you think? I mean, considering considering he had twenty plus touches, and he's probably going to be guaranteed that amount of touches again and again. Especially against Frank Gore, might be out. Yeah, so he's he's getting the bulk of the workload. I I can't see why he's no worse than a flex. Yeah, I, at I least can't, a flex. I don't see Josh Allen taking much of his uh, carries away. Uh, th- I I think he easily finished the top fifteen running back this week. If you're gonna play matchups, I'm gonna give you a very tough hypothetical. Cream Hunt, who's been struggling the last couple of weeks, he has a tough matchup against Baltimore. I would consider starting Ty Johnson over him. Just I, I would too. Just because of the workload yeah, and the matchup. Be, yeah, I would too. I, I know it's so risky to do since week 14 is some people's playoffs. But, yeah. I mean, Kareem Hunt might give you, what, 10 points, 12 points at most. And his if outside I, is capped too. Yeah, if Ty Johnson gets 15 carries, he's going to give you around that many points at the minimum, I think. Yeah, I, I think so too. He, he definitely has a, a possibility of scoring as well. I mean, Seattle looked terrible. I mean, Wayne Gallman ran all, or ran all over them. Does Seattle lose to the Jets? Oh, God. Did they lose to both New York teams? That'd be disgusting. Back-to-back weeks? Oh, that'd be, gosh. That'd be kind of gross. No, uh, I mean, yeah. Um, just saying, um, like you mentioned, Cremont's also playing a stout defense. So if he's getting less carries than Ty Johnson with the bad de- uh, matchup, it's definitely Ty Johnson. Yep. Uh, the next injury is Agent Brown. He went down. He lo- it looked like he tore something at first, but he got back. He's fine now. Uh, I mean, that's something to look at. He's not. I don't think he's. I think he's fine for the upcoming week. Uh, I don't think he that, practiced last couple of days though. This guy never practices. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, so besides that, there's not much big injury besides coming people coming back. Uh, DeAndre Swift practiced yesterday, but. He still hasn't cleared. Has he cleared yet? I'm not sure. I have no clue. That whole scenario is just wacky because concussions. Yeah, are I don't. I don't think he'd be really able to practice random. if he wasn't cleared, right? Okay, so he cleared. So it was just a random illness that they kept him out, and I don't know what's going on. But obviously, if he's playing this week, you have to start. Him he, he was also. He was also limited in practice uh, yesterday. Okay, so there's still something wrong with his head. Apparently, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but if he's starting, you you have to start him. Sounds yeah. like even sounds if he like, plays forty percent. Sounds like AP knew what he's talking about. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, even if he only plays forty percent of snaps, he's going to get most of the third down work. He's going to get a lot of goal line work against the Packers. I mean, Packers the leak rushing yards. I I think he's definitely a good start. Would you start if? Swift is playing. Swift or Ty Johnson? I feel like that's going to be our measuring stick. Ooh, if Swift is playing, I have to play Swift. The matchup is so juicy. Yeah, you're right. I, um, I can't see how you don't start that guy. Yeah. Uh, another injury to come back is uh, Daniel Jones might be coming back this week. I mean, if he does come back, I feel like the whole Giants team gets an upgrade. I mean, Cole McCoy yeah. threw 100 yards last week against the Seahawks. I mean, they won. But that's not the point. Which is even more yeah. surprising. Like how? Yeah. Like how? Exactly. Hey, your defense is legit. Maybe. So the 
That defense is pretty legit. Uh, uh, Josh Jacobs might be playing this week. Uh, I think I, I'll touch. We'll touch more on him later on. I think. Are you sure? Uh, I I read that he's most likely not going to play this week. Was he? I, I yeah. thought he was. Uh, either one. I mean, if he doesn't play, I still don't think Book is a good start regardless. Uh, Kenny Galladay. I, I have no idea what's going on with Kenny Galladay. This guy hasn't been put on IR, but he's been missed like last six, seven weeks already. So they know what they're doing. A very exactly. Bengali situation. Yeah. So um, besides that, it's not much left. Oh, there's a uh, DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel. The whole right. COVID situation. Uh. What happened to them? See, just real quick. According, six... to, according to uh, Paul Gutierrez yesterday, Jacobs is not expected to play this week. Okay, but I read the wrong thing. But that's yesterday, though. So who knows what's going to change in the next couple of days? He didn't practice. Uh, based on the reports, I don't think DJ Moore is playing this week. I mean, if he's out, and then CMC is also out. I mean, Curtis Samuel's and Robbie Anderson should be in a huge workload. Coming up this week, yep, yep. Uh, especially Curtis Samuel's. He does. He's a gadget player. He gets rushes, catches, short plays. Everything's goes through him. I think. I think he's a top fifteen player this week. If Samuel, uh, if more and CMC out. What do you guys think? Yeah. Yep, yep. You know, you know, where Mike Davis uh, putting up a good good spot this week. Nah, uh, I don't. I I don't know how they use him because. When Mike Davis is the starting running back, he they don't use him as much. But when he's a backup to CMC, he is used a lot in the passing game and everything. I don't know what's going on. It's weird. He's a better pass catcher, duh. Yeah, but why don't you use his pa- as a pass catcher when he's uh, your starting running back? No, Mike Davis is a better pass catcher. No, I'm saying CMC. I understand, but the, yeah, okay, you're joking. But but, <laughs> but I mean, when he's a starter, he barely gets catches. I mean, I don't understand how they use him. There, it's it's kind of. Confusing a little backwards too. Like he's gonna get most of the touches, but none of them are gonna do- be through the air. It's just weird. He doesn't look bad, so I mean, he is also a free agent this year, so I mean, next year he might be on a new team. Yep. All right, next segment. I think that's it. All right, that's gonna wrap up the injury report. Uh, it's gonna be tough. I I feel like there's gonna be a lot of streaming players this week. Uh, be weary. Don't. Uh, Shoot for the moon. Just go with go with what you know is right. Uh, don't I'm go shoot with for your moon. Uh, no, <laughs> no thanks. All right, let's go on to our pits and cages. Uh, it's time. It's 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 what you know what? It? It's the it's the last season, uh, regular season pit and cage. Let's make it. Let's make it right. Let's make it good, as usual. All right. I'm waiting. Buongiorno. Oh, no, not the beast. Grazie. Not the beast. Uh, si, uh, corretto. Ah! All right, who's starting? I don't know. Do you want me to start? I'll start. I don't mind. No, don't start then. Oh. All right. Eddie, you start. All right. I'll no, start. I'll start. No, no, I'm starting. Okay. No, I want, I'm starting. I'm starting. All right, fine. Go ahead. <laughs> My pit is a receiver this week. Uh, It's called Beasley. For oh, the you bill. son of a bitch. Got him. I, I knew someone was going to go first. <laughs> I knew someone going to take it, so I was like, I'm actually, I want to go first. Oh, uh, Got him. 11 targets, 9 catches, 130 yards, 1 touchdown, and only 2 games under 10 PPR in our league. 
Uh, he's going up against uh, Pittsburgh, Denver, and Pats next upcoming week. And those are teams that are uh, – they rush to pass it a lot, which means a lot of sharp passes. I think in PPR League, Cole Beasley is a receiver too for the rest of the week – the rest of the season. Uh, that's he's definitely I, an auto start for me too. Yeah. Uh, he, he's, a, he, he's a great Twitter. Uh, I, I love people when people nitpick stats. And this is a uh, Twitter stat that show up. Uh, they, they wrote, do not sleep on Cole Beasley this year. He has more yards than A.J. Brown, more receptions than D.K. Metcalf, more yards per reception than DeAndre Hopkins. He has more touchdown than Julio Jones. He also has more 100-yard games than Terry Kill this year. That's the most surprising one. Number one. Everything number one receiver. And <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> number one receiver. He's better than all those receivers put together. Unbelievable. <laughs> Some little white guys better than all those guys. But yeah, see, Savant Diggs takes the top off the defense so well for him, and he gets all the underneath routes. I think he's a receiver too, easily for the rest of the season. Yeah, especially with the volume. If if Josh Allen continues to throw and they just ignore running the football with the the running backs, obviously he's gonna he's their safety valve. So he's gonna he's the he's gonna be the one moving the chains, and he's a great receiver. He knows how to get open. Wes Welker, yes. Next. I'll go because since Kelvin has to scramble and figure out his. Got it. Uh, I'm going to be super biased this week. So my pit and cages are both on my team. I just need to see what you guys think to help me out. Uh, Jonathan Taylor broke out again. Uh-huh. Uh, he only played 45, 50% of snaps. He had 13 carries for 91 yards, added uh, three catches for 44 and an explosive touchdown. So, I mean, he looked good. Uh, how explosive was it? So explosive. Like, it was shot out of a cannon. <laughs> C4. He was fantastic. I don't know. I, Wait, what? You don't put C4 in a cannon? <laughs> no, but <laughs> I was just saying how explosive out, it It's going to blow up. <laughs> It'll blow up in the, in the well, cannon. He put, C, he put C4 on the cannonball to make it <laughs> more explosive. I guess that makes sense. Not, not only do you get a big cannonball in your face, it's going to explode on you. You guys, yeah, Exactly. <laughs> Uh, yeah, hopefully the C4 doesn't explode in the cannon. That's the, that's the issue. I just I, – I don't know. I think he's definitely good starts. I mean, he has uh, good matchups in the next couple of weeks. Is he startable, guaranteed startable? Would you start him over Ty Johnson? Uh, who's who's starting? Who, he's versing the – Raiders, versus, I believe. The Raiders. I will 100% start him. I, yeah. always, I always liked him. I never said I hated him. I was just like picking arguments with you. I just yeah. think he needed longer. He needed more time entering the league to get to know the system better and get his vision better. For and me, it's, it's mostly like, usage for him. Yeah, so he, it's towards the end of the season, so he might be picking up and seeing holes much faster now. Mm-hmm. He has the talent, and against Raiders has an awful secondary. So I will start him over most uh, running backs this year, this week. We just okay. saw Ty Johnson destroy the Raiders' defense. Yep. <laughs> that so how can you not start him? Yep. Uh, this is the week where he drops five. So Probably. That's how it usually happens to you. So. Yep. Be wary, listeners. I'm starting Jonathan Taylor this week. So most likely he's going to score single digits. So don't right. start Jonathan Taylor. For anyone listening. No, I'm uh, just uh, hedging my bets. Oh, okay. But once you're at the window, 
I'd rather win. <laughs> All right. I'm going to give you my pit after uh, Jack stole him. Uh, I had to call with someone new. And it's a guy I expected – I predicted would be an RKO uh, like seven weeks ago. It only took him uh, 13 weeks to get his first 100-yard game. Uh, T.Y. Hilton uh, caught eight for 11, 110, and a touchdown. I like he, it. He had a solid game last week, but this was uh, what people kind of expected to see at least four or five times this year. Um, we saw it once in the week 13 where he was in free agency for almost every league. Uh, so he was a big disappointment this whole year, but glad to see he can make the pit list at least once this year. Um, good try, T.Y., next year, next year. I think right. he's startable in most leagues, too. At least a wide receiver three, man. He's going to get the volume. Oh, man. Um, Seriously, Michael Pittman can... is, is uh, yo, it's super ballsy, but playing the Raiders, man. Raiders yeah, secondary it's, trash. Yeah, I, next week to, next week he's playing Houston, too, which is not bad either. Yeah. I think I in the next know, two man. weeks, he's, he's startable. He could be he's started. Would we start him? I don't know, but he's he isn't. Yeah, I guess you could say he's an option. Um, uh, how, how, about, how about this? Uh, the other guy I was debating between him and someone else was, was uh, Kiki Kuti. Who would you rather start? Uh, Kiki Kuti. He has a better quarterback. I mean, the matchup's a little worse, but I mean, more Deshaun bigger Watson offensive game. Loves him. I mean, passing game, bigger up passing game. Yeah. What do you think, Jack? He has more upside. I'll pick Kiki just for PPR leagues. I pick Kuti. He's also – T.Y. also saw the most targets he's ever seen all year too, so there's that. Yeah, but there's also – this week this, they're going to have – they might go through John Taylor. The, the running defense is bad. Yeah. And even if he doesn't go through John Taylor, there's also another receiver competing for targets. I mean, Kuti has Watson who loves throwing the ball, so he has options. He has a lot of opportunities. In PPR League, I think I'll pick him over. In non-standard leagues, I'll pick T.Y. Hilton for the touchdown upside. All right, so I'm going to keep it rolling and give you my cage. Uh, you sure you don't want me to go first? So I could maybe steal it from you too? No, definitely not. <laughs> this guy, if Nick was here, he, he, he would have been Nick's cage this year, this week. Uh, Justin Herbert. Team, uh, Justin yes, Herbert yes. has his worst game of his career. Yeah. It is the first time he hasn't thrown a touchdown pass in his career, which is just this year, obviously. But it, it was quite a bad time for him to uh, come up with his worst game of the year uh, when people needed him to get, him to get them into the playoffs. He only com- he completed less than 50% of passes for 209 yards and two interceptions. Uh, what can we say? Like, Bill Belichick, man, strikes again. Yeah, he, Bill Belichick <laughs> destroys rookie quarterbacks. Uh, I mean, what can you do? Nothing, nothing else I mean, to I guess if you were following the trend – and you, you could have definitely seen this coming. I thought the Patriots' defense was absolutely trash this year, um, and they're only helped out by their pace of play. But, you know, Chargers keep hitting new lows. It's, uh, it's crazy. The uh, Patriots have a, have a legitimate chance of making the playoffs now. They were, what, four and six uh, two weeks yep. ago? And it's, uh, it's, quite, it's quite a struggle for Bill Belichick this year, but he's still hanging in there, and they're still in it. And Justin Herbert just had one of those games that he'll want to f- completely forget moving forward. I, yeah, hopefully he doesn't find himself on this list uh, next few weeks. All right, Eddie, give us your cage. Uh, my cage. Raheem Mostert, 
10 touches for 43 scoreless yards. He was he was splitting carries with Tevin Coleman? Nah. Jerry McKinnon? Nah. Jeff Wilson got half of the freaking snaps. That's what weird. is going on with the 49ers? I just don't understand. What kind of like weird world are we living in where Jeff Wilson is the number two or number one running back? I don't even know. What's I, I saw the first few plays of that game, and Mostert looked pretty good. Like he was getting what six, seven yards of carry when he was when he was yep. running the ball, and then nothing. Jeff Wilson came in and just stole everything. I guess I don't I don't know what's going on. Do you guys have faith in Mostert, or if he is he just like a matchup based RB two flex? I don't know. Man, I don't know. I think this week, I think this week might be Jeff Wilson again for some odd reason. Uh but I mean he's. You mentioned he's still a home run hitter. He just needs a few carries to hit the home run. So maybe the last would just uh, get him back into shape. I don't know. I think dating back to last year, whenever he had 15 or more touches, I think only one time he didn't score a touchdown. So Every I mean, other may, time. Maybe you're just trying to keep him healthy because he's been hurt twice already this year. That's the only thing I can think of. That's the only I thing I can think of. Otherwise – He's still someone you start, especially with how running backs are this year. You can't bench him because he just need one carry for 70 yards to make you weak. Okay. Yep, that's my guy. All right, Jack, my us, yes, cage this week is Washington Riskins receiver, Terry McLaurin. Two catches for 14 yards this week. Uh, I guess it's just based on – as soon as – I mean, as soon – when Alex Smith first teams that are blitzing a lot, he looks bad. But that's, I mean, that's what any decent back quarterbacks, whenever they face pressure, uh, they tend to fold. Uh, they're versing the 49ers this week, who are one of those pass, uh, blitz-heavy teams. Uh, without Gibson, once Gibson left their team, the offense disappeared. Uh, they, don't, they won't have a run game anymore. I don't trust Peyton Barber or McKissick to be the running backs. Uh, defense, all defense had to do is zone in on McLaren. I mean, there's no other offensive weapons there. Uh, it's not good for the rest of the playoffs, uh, especially if Gibson's missing multiple weeks, which it looks like he will. So, yeah, that's my feeling of how I don't like him the rest of the season. If Gibson's can you, can not playing, you, can yes. you imagine that without Gibson and how bad his offense looked, they still beat the Steelers? No, it's crazy. It's but so I, I, I just feel like in the future, teams will you know, they play game plan against McLaren. There's no one else there. Yeah, I do like McKissick though. He's gonna get ten targets a game. Oh, and PPR, they. Really. And yeah. it looks like with McLaren being completely bottled up, uh, Logan Thomas is getting a good opportunity. So yeah, he's their new Jordan Reed. Yeah. Yep. All right, well, that's going to wrap up the pits and cages of week 13 of the regular season last week uh, as we move, look forward to the playoffs. And we're going to transition that right into the RKO's DDTs and see who's going to do well and who's going to I go first. completely shit the bed. Man, that's doo-doo trash. Can I go first? All right. Yeah, you can go first. This is disgusting. Okay? 
Then, it's a tight end. It's a TE. And his initials are TE. Oh, God. Can you guess the player? Yes. <laughs> I already it's, it's Trey Erton. Nope. <laughs> no, Trey Erton. <laughs> Tyler Eifert. Oof. This is super out of nowhere, okay? Uh, if if Mike Glennon is starting, he targeted. I mean, he targeted him six times in the, in both games. He's gonna get red zone targets because he's the big guy, you know, big guy in the offense. I think he's a solid play. I mean, the matchup is there. Tennessee sucks, and I think he's one hundred percent scoring a touchdown this week. And that's enough to start a tight end. That's more than enough to start a tight end. One hundred percent, Jack. Ooh, that's toasty. So you're yep. saying if Glennon plays, he's one hundred percent catching touchdown. Yep. All right. Can we can we do something yeah, to you if he doesn't? Can we can we do can we hold you? Can we, what, are you can we hold you? Experiment? Can we hold you down and tickle you? I'll take a shot if he does it. Ooh. Oh, oh shit. Okay. We get to choose, and how big the shot is. <laughs> oh no! No no no! Not how big it is. <laughs> I'll do an ounce and a half of uh, whiskey or something. All right, Jack, give us your uh, RKO. No. Got it. Uh, Mark Hill, this week, I was going to go with Ty Johnson, but, I, but I, we talked too much about him already. So I'm going to pivot and follow Eddie's route and go with a tight end. Uh, people who don't have, like, uh, Waller, Kelsey, those guys that you plug in and play. Cole Komet for the Bears. It's someone that has been – for the past three weeks, he's been rising in the uh, snap counts and uh, passing routes around over Jimmy Graham. Uh, they're slowly using him to see what he what, what they have in him. Uh, they were the second – he was the second-round pick uh, for them this year. Uh, because of Notre Dame, Notre Dame produced pretty decent tight ends. Uh, I just feel like against the Texans, they might be behind if the defense can't hold up. And – I mean, what can, what's, like what's, what's the worst that can happen? I think he scored a touchdown. So I'll bet that too. I'll bet he scored a touchdown. If not, I'll take a shot. Looks like we're two people taking shots. Can, oh, my can, uh, God. This is turning Kevin. into an alcoholic. Kevin. This is turning into an alcoholic. Kevin, you have to uh, guarantee a touchdown for me. Oh, God. I know okay. I will guarantee a touchdown. Oh. I think my – wait wait for this. Okay, you ready? Ready? You know, yes. I'll, I'll guarantee two touchdowns. How about that? Whoa. If, if – Double if, down. Uh, Double shot. It won't be a shot. I'll I'll drink a third cup of coquito. Okay. What's one shot has to do for you, anyways? You you've been drinking like no tomorrow, anyway, so it's fine. Dude, come on, there's kids listening to this podcast. I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, so all right, so my RKO this week, okay? Please say it's Drew Sample. Uh, no, it's not Drew Sample. Who? Uh, I don't know. Why? I'm gonna go, I'm gonna do Snoop Dogg. Who? Sample size. No, it's not. It's it's going to be. Given uh, – uh, so Eddie's uh, RKO had a condition, right, that Glennon was starting. My condition for my RKO, okay, is that DeAndre Swift does not start. And I'm going to book in Adrian Peterson for two touchdowns this week. Again? Again? Again. Three straight he, weeks? He Three two, straight weeks? Two straight weeks he's run for two touchdowns, 50-plus yards on 15-plus carries. If, if Swift does not play, he's going to do it again. That's a good – I like it. Nice. I like taking, it. I can't win none of those hit while taking shots. <laughs> <laughs> Are they all 1 o'clock games? So, 
Do we know if they're all one o'clock uh, games? Uh, yes, I think they are. I don't know about uh, J, uh, Calvin, uh, Eddie's pick. Tell you one second. Yep, it is. Uh, they're all one o'clock games. I, here's the thing, though. I think it's going to be either it's going to be either two touchdowns for AP or 100 plus yards for AP and one touchdown. Oh no, never. My AP's at one four o'clock. Sorry. Uh, and they play the Packers, so that defense, like we know, okay, so I mentioned before, the worst run defense in the league. So, yeah. I like that's, it. I like it. Kale. I like it, Kelvin. All right. I, I think really it's, <laughs> man, it's going to be crazy. Yo, DFS play right now. Guys, you guys hearing this? We'll give you <laughs> DFS insider information. Absolutely. Yeah, start, start, start Coco Man in your tight end and then start AP in your running back and then start uh, Tyler Eifert Tyler Flex. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and just have Devontae Adams. Like, every, every single high point player. High, ex- extremely expensive player. All right, uh, I'm going to keep, keep it rolling with uh, DDTs. And we've talked, we touched on it a little before. Uh, the Patriots, we know how good that defense is. I think they're going to shut down Cooper Cup this week uh, as, they, as the Rams face off against the Patriots. Uh, like you mentioned before, Bill Belichick always takes away uh, number one weapon. In my eyes, Cooper Cup, who has most tar- more targets, more receiving yards, a couple less touchdowns than Robert Woods, he will be the number one go-to guy and Bill Belichick is going to make sure that it's not him that beats him and could spell big Jeez. days for Higby, Robert Woods, and Cam Akers. Even with Gilmore and Robert Woods? Whew. Is Gilmore shadowing Ballsy, him? Bro. Most likely. Well, we don't know for sure, though. I don't think he's, I don't think he's shadowing. I mean, Cooper I, Cup never plays. He rarely plays outside. He, I, for me, Cooper Cup plays outside less than yeah, Woods. I've also seen Gilmore, Gilmore play never. the slot as well, right? No, he rarely goes into the slot. Unless there's a unless there's a st- one star player, here RKO Gilmore's gonna be in the slot today this week. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, be uh, like Cooper Cups had uh, not not his best performance his last two weeks, and I feel like there's another week that it might not be uh, opportune uh, game for him. Uh, so keep an eye on that. You uh, saw starting him, of course. Just uh, be temp- temporary expectations against this Patriots. That's not uh, starting defense. him in DFS. Yes, exactly. All right. Uh, Jack is next, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. When would we be? When would we be snaking? So you. Yeah. Being yeah. Next? So, so Eddie's next. Oh wait, what are we doing? The DTs, right? DTs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I went oh, first. Eddie's next. No. You went first. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah. Yeah, we're getting old, man. <laughs> we're getting so old. <laughs> my my DT is the running back for the Raiders. Uh, whoever starts, I don't think you could play them. Uh, the running game looks. Very bad the last few weeks, regardless of Jacobs or Booker. And they're versing a Colts defense that has a good run defense. That one time Derek Henry destroyed them. They were missing three defensive players on the line. So I think you should bench Booker, especially Booker. Uh, if he's he's a running back that's starting, I would not trust him. I, a lot of people trusted him last week, and he burned everyone. And I think he is a bench. I'd rather start Todd Johnson over both of these guys. Yep. Same. Including Josh Jacobs. Yep. It was literally just a touchdown or bust this year. Pretty much. Minus a few games. That's it. And then, yeah. That's that. That's it. My turn. My DDT this week. Miles Sanders versus New Orleans. I don't think I have to say much about that. Jalen Hurts is starting. Yeah, the RPO coming back. Put what was that? RPO is coming up. So, do you think they're going to run the ball more? The run I don't the, think so. <laughs> run pass and uh, options going to come in with Jalen Hurts. 
Okay, so you think Miles Sanders is going to get 15 carries? Oh, no, it's going to be all Boston Scott or okay. Jordan Howard. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that Jordan Howard is even a, a, a thing in Philadelphia like eight, is just like eight, so dumb. It's just so dumb. Is Miles, like, is, is there something wrong with him? Is, is he hurt or is he He probably banged that kid his wife. Did he fumble? Did something, what the hell happened? I have no idea. I honestly yeah. can't. As an Eagles fan, I can't answer that. I can't justify starting Miles Sanders over half of the names that we said this week. I know, which is very sad because he's so good. Yep. Would you start him? I don't want to say Ty Johnson. No, we'll start Ty Johnson. Would you start him or Naeem Hines Ooh, uh, against the Raiders? Oh, boy. I, I, I'll start. Uh, I think I will start Sanders. Naeem Hines was so good. I, 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 I think honestly Hines. think jo- I honestly think this week is going to be jo- uh, Jonathan Taylor's week. I mean, I love Jonathan Taylor this week too, but I think they're both startable. Jonathan Taylor is finally Melvin Gordon, and Naeem Hines is the, the Raiders has looked player. like shit last two weeks, and the Colts just run, 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 run. Yep. Well, that's it. Uh, before we wrap this one up, I'm going to change my DDT because I just realized uh, the Rams are playing today. Uh, so oh, yes. So maybe <laughs> it's, we'll it's see how Thursday. right or wrong you are. Yeah, exactly. Before we'll know sooner than later. Uh, so I'll change my DDT. My DDT this week is going to be Darren Waller. Uh, Whoa. Again. Oh. Uh, like Derek, Derek just Carr. Just shooting all over the Raiders this week. Derek Carr, Derek Carr had his best game of the year last week. And to think that he's going to do that again uh, against this uh, really good Colts defense uh, is asking a lot. He's not even going to do that much. He's, just, he's going to do a lot less than that. And I think Darren Waller is going to suffer from this. Uh, I think the Colts defense is really good. Uh, it's going to be one of those weeks where you might want to play Tyler Eifert. I'm kidding. You're not doing that. But still. Uh, you won't yeah, bet a shot on that. No, no, I won't. Absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> I think he might not reach double digits this week. Um, so. I won't let him take that bet, Jack. <laughs> For my sake. What, what if he wants to drink? Then that's on him. <laughs> You'll need a new um, new host because I'll go diabetic shock from those coquitos. <laughs> but that's, yeah, that's going to wrap up the RKOs and the DDTs. For this week. All right, let's go on to our Did You Knows. We skipped over this last week uh, for a special segment for Eddie and Nick. So let's get back to the usual. All right, here we go. Number one. Did you guys know that Cam Newton has four games with at least two rushing touchdowns, which is the most by a quarterback in a single season in the NFL history? Wait, what was it? He's a runner back. He's he's the only quarterback in NFL history to have four games in a season with two touchdowns. Two rushing touchdowns, sorry. He's been good. He is pretty much running back. He's he's a good runner. Yo, do you know he has a five to nine touchdown interception ratio? That's disgusting. He has eleven rushing touch touchdowns. What like Rock. Oh my goodness. I mean they they're using his strength. Yeah, I guess they're playing to his yeah, playing to his strength. So it's not like, and they're winning games too. So you know, they also had the largest uh, road shutout uh, victory in NFL history as well, forty-five to zip against Chargers this past week. Yep. Um, maybe Cam Newton 
just wants to be a regular guy. He wants to work an office job? Was, like a desk job? I was setting up I was setting up a joke. He oh, wants, he wants I, I didn't I didn't get that. He, wants so to, he wants to go to work on Wednesday and be like, hey guys, hump day, am I right? <laughs> hump day. Goes to his cubicle. <laughs> says what up to Janet. Goes to the water fountain. The water cooler. Get gets get a weird gossip, massage. Get some gossip. What? A massage? Gets a weird massage and then uh, files a complaint. All right, this is getting out of hand. Uh, let's go on to the next one. Uh, did you guys know Taysom Hill is the only quarterback since 1950 with a passer rating above 90 and at least four rushing touchdowns in his first three quarterback starts? Another running back. Another running back, yep. But he also has passer rating above 90. Oh, he didn't throw much. Camp Newton has passer rating in below 45. So, Wait, what? I'm saying Cam Newton's pass rating is on life support, so. Well, I mean, because his pass rating is – he has nine interceptions. Yeah, it's – Jason Hill doesn't have an interception, does he? Um, I don't think so. Not sure. Not sure. That's why but, it's 90. But, but you're absolutely right. Like, it's he's a completely kind of different kind of quarterback than Drew Brees, and they want to get into them. He did one into against the Broncos. Ah, yeah, but okay. it's like three to one or something. Yeah. Yeah, Taysom Hill. It's uh, another so many so many quarterback runners. Is, what uh, running quarterbacks this year? Like just Jalen Hurts adds those. Is gonna Jalen Hurts is gonna add to that? Yeah. It's, yep. It's a new it's a new it's a new breed. I mean, Hurts. I, Hurts. I think Jalen Hurts have a good short game, but we'll see. All right, moving on to your boy Eddie uh, Devonta Adams. Uh, do you guys know he became the third player in NFL history with at least five catches and a receiving touchdowns in seven straight games in a season? He's not that good. The only two, the only two other people who've done that is Antonio Brown, who has eight games in a row, and Terrell Owens, who has seven games in a row. So if he does it one more time, he'll be ha- he'll have the most games. Sorry, he needs to do it two nice more times, names. two more times to those, have the most. Those are games. nice names. Those are great. He's names. the only one with six catches in, and a touchdown. In seven straight. Seven straight games? Yeah, he had six, at least six, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Six catches. I wonder why it said Not up. just five. It said five. Maybe Antonio oh, Brown's only five. And you know he's got stomped. What? What? All right, anyway. He stomped uh, you, did you know? Oh, did you know? I heard my nose got stomped. Yeah. And I was like, what? My nose is fine. <laughs> uh, but Devontae Adams, all right? He, there are 14 other wide receivers with a higher uh, per-year salary than Devontae Adams. How? 14 other receivers. I mean, when did he sign his contract? Uh, he's a free agent in the next year. Oh, yeah. So he signed a contract a few years ago. A lot of receivers got signed in the past uh, few years. Yeah. So yeah. That's, not, that's not really surprising. I think he also signed because he was uh, injury-prone or prone to injury. I mean, when he signed the big contract, on? I think it was only his first year that he was like a legitimate star. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, just, it's just a, such a weird thing, like seeing 14 other players getting more money than him. He's one of the, let's say, top three wide receivers in the league. And on top of that, there's no other receivers on the team. So he should get paid for two receivers because <laughs> he's, he's that good. All right, moving on to another receiver, uh, Justin Jefferson. 
Uh, as you guys know, he has a 1,039 receiving yards this season, which is only oh, second. Uh, sorry, in the first 12 games of the season. And he's second only to, do you know who? You guys know who? In his, his rookie, in his first 12 games, no. As a rookie? As a rookie, yeah. Uh, Odell Beckham. Correct. Odell Beckham had 1,300 uh, receiving yards in 2014 as a rookie. He's, he's the only one who has more receiving yards than him in his first 12 career games. On top of that, okay, you ready for this one? No. What? All right, anyway, on top of that, <laughs> um, he only needs 339 receiving yards in the next four games to, have, to finish the year with the most yards for a rookie uh, wide receiver in history. He won't do it. He's average. He's right now. He's averaging eighty-six point six receiving yards a game. He's gonna do it next two games. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> I'll have two to spare. I'll just hang out, right? He's been yeah. really good, man. He's been, he's he's OBJ. And guess what? You know what? The, you know what, what the similarity between both of them are? They went to the same school. LSU. LSU, man. They they produce uh, receivers. Pretty good receivers. <laughs> pretty good. DJ Shark. Pretty good. Pretty good. My boy DJ Shark. Yep. Left Shark. All right. And the last did you know for today? I'm going to touch on the New York football Giants. Oh, God. <laughs> did you guys the know number Giants? One? Sorry, what? The number, number one, one seed. Number one seed on their division? The, uh, yeah, exactly. The NFC leading New York football Giants. Uh, did you guys know they've allowed fewer than 20 points? Uh, for the third straight time, something they had not done since 2009. In the, their defensive ranks for these four-game win streak, all right, they are fourth best in points per game allowed, uh, third best in rush yards allowed, and fourth best in most takeaways. I am. They good. Yeah, it's uh, which is weird to say. Another year where the Giants' defense is helping them win. Let's see if the offense. You should uh, thank. You should thank the Jets for giving up all those. Cat players. Williams. All right, that's gonna wrap up the Did You Knows, and we're gonna wrap this one up with the bold predicts. That's bold predict. Bold predict. Bold predict. All right, bold predicts time. You gotta do it. Bold predicts. Whoa. That's bold. That was very bold, man. Bold bold predict. Predict. It's bold. Boldest thing I've heard all day. Who's going bold first? Uh, you can go first, Chad. What if I take yours again? Take yours. Take your bold predict. Nah, you won't. All right. My bold predict this week, it's at running back this week. Uh, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I think Ronald Jones will get the 20 carries that Bruce Arians says he needs to get. And I think he breaks 200 yards this week. What? Woo. Yes, you heard it right. Ron 10 yards breaking. per carry. Wow. Wow, he's going to have 10 yards per carry. Woo. My, oof. My, ugh. My goodness. DFS he's done it before. You've done it before, yeah. So it's not happening. It, it, it's not working. The, the whole back and forth thing is not working in Fournette. They need to write out Ron Jones the whole game. He's 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 uh the bruiser type. Why are you gonna take him him in and out and out? It's not gonna work that way. 
And Ronald Jones has been freaking good. It's yes. not like he's been not producing when he gets the touches. So I think against a Vikings poor defense, 200 yards this week. Okay. I, like I, I think he's a must-start too. He's an RB2. All right, my bold predict this week is Robbie Anderson. I think he's going to have the game of the season. He's going to catch oh. catch eight for 150 and two touchdowns this week against the like Denver Broncos. I hope you're wrong. <laughs> uh, I'm not doing the spite to you, Eddie. I'm just saying with DJ Moore out and then Noah McCaffrey, like he, 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 he's due for one of these blow-up games. Like you know, you know better than anyone. He was a he was a Jet when you're a Jet fan. He's good. I like him. I like he's him. a good receiver. Yep. Like he's not just a deep threat. He's an actually good receiver. He was just on uh, some shit teams. He's producing this year. I think he's gonna have a monster game too. But um, I'll, I'll be honest. Better. I forgot he, you were facing him this week. <laughs> I just, I just, I just saw that. Like when you guys mentioned DJ Moore and McCaffrey out, I'm like, oh, Robbie Anderson is gonna kill it this week. But yeah, that's fine. That's yeah. my bold predict. Alrighty. My turn. Finish it off for us. My poll predict. Mike Williams oh in a matchup versus the Falcons will score two touchdowns. I don't know how many yards, but he's scoring two touchdowns. That sounds good for Herbert. Yeah. I like. I mean, they're playing the Falcons. So. Nice. He should do well. Ah. The the words save the, the, the armor, the savior pick. He should <laughs> do well. Good. He should do well. Well, I mean, no. Mike Williams is scoring two touchdowns. Oh, no. Mike Williams, I think he's a great star. He's a, a huge ceiling. Yep. I love the ceiling. Uh, what color is Even it? No <laughs> what was that? <laughs> what color is it? It's probably white. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, that's going to wrap up this week uh, YTS Fantasy Football Podcast. I'll wrap you up like a present. Like yeah, a McWrap have... yeah, on McDonald's. Ooh, these are, these are both great. Oh, that's those are those both of them were awesome. Nice. Mine was holiday. holiday and Jack yeah. was the Peter special. Yep. That all for all for Peter. Uh, I think we shout out to Peter. We mentioned Peter's name every podcast. <laughs> Peter's always, he, he has his with, hands with in everything. No... He has his hands in so many places that we, we we just automatically think of Peter when something pops up. Diet Coke. Also, like Peter. Um, Peter loves podcasting, so he should just join us for for a sesh. He should have Jackson one time. He he, he would he would, but most likely he has improv. That is true. <laughs> Even during COVID season. Exactly. Imp- uh, no, Zoom no, improv. No no. <laughs> Yo, didn't he do that one time? Oh no, it was a Zoom comedy show. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Uh, it was great talking to you. Good luck to both of you in your week one matchups. You guys are not facing each other, uh, so that's that'd be good. That'd be nice. Uh, I'm facing the, facing the former host. The former, that's right, from season one and two. The and I'm also in your bracket, Jason. Calvin. I was like, wait, who's the former host? <laughs> um, we don't yeah. we don't have receding uh, league. We don't do receding, so yeah. So if if Eddie wins, me and Eddie will face off in the semifinals. And Nick and Jack can uh, discuss our matchup. Yeah. Oh yeah, you could do that. If uh, you win, we could do. You could both of our matchup could be dissected, Eddie. No, if Nick can draw, I'll dissect both of your matchups. Ooh, your matchups. So he's gonna have his own segment, the matchup dissector. Exactly. Jack, <laughs> the mass, the matchup dissector, dissector. girly. 
Surgical Jack. Word. All right, guys. Uh, see you all next week. Oh, yeah. Uh, drop the socials. Uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at YFTS Podcast and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Peace out. Peace. Peace out, homies. Good luck. Thank you.